Welcome to the What The Beep Am I Doing Here podcast, where we talk about all the juicy topics to help you figure that out. You are here to do more than just tick society's boxes. Tune in. You are not alone. Let's figure this crazy life out together. Hey, everyone. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I am Rosie, your host, and today we are diving into what to do when you can't find your purpose. I was watching a video that popped up on my Facebook feed in relation to purpose the other day by a entrepreneur that I follow, Kerwin Ray, and someone in the audience asked a question about purpose and he asked the audience, he said, put your hand up if you don't know your purpose yet or you haven't found your purpose yet. And I was really surprised to see the majority of people in there getting coaching for business didn't know their purpose and I was just like, wow. And I love listening to him and it and the way he explained it. And it was something that just resonated with me because in what I do for my work with my coaching, with my business, with my courses, I find a lot of people struggling with, I just don't quite know my purpose yet. You know, Rosie, you're talking about purpose. Your podcast is about purpose. Everything you're saying, you know, doing life on purpose, finding your purpose, but I can't find it. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, how do you know what it is? When do I know that I've got my purpose? So this is the problem with the world that we live in, okay, is that we think that in order to find your purpose, you go into a shop, you pay some money, it's a tangible product, you walk out and you're like, boom, I've got it, excellent, I know what to do. Your purpose is not a material object, so something material may be made from your purpose, but your purpose is not a material object. You cannot pay in a shop to go and purchase it and then all of a sudden you have it. The sooner that you let go of the belief that I have to know my purpose in the form of an object or the form of a sentence and I need to know it now, the sooner your life is going to be a lot easier and the sooner you will actually figure it out. Figuring out your purpose is something that happens over time. It's not something that you wake up one day, oh, well, actually, you know what? After time and after you have been following the breadcrumbs and doing the things that light you up, you might wake up one day and go, I know what I'm supposed to do. But unless you start the process of just following the breadcrumbs, trusting your intuition, going with that internal guidance first, you're never going to be there. So as long as you keep looking outside for your purpose, like I said, like going into a shop and being able to buy it, you're not going to find it. So, I did a really great podcast episode with Sarah Davidson and the beginning of the podcast, she said, firstly, I want everyone to know that purpose is something that evolves over time. It doesn't stay the same. So even if you could go into a shop and buy it in two or three years time to be something different, so you've just wasted your money. (laughs) So it's not a tangible object. The interview that I did with one of my closest friends, Jess Warner, She was like, you know, I've only been really starting to question things and and wake up now for the past three, four years. And I don't have it down pat. I know what makes me happy. I know what lights me up. I know that when I do this stuff, it feels good. So that's what I'm doing right now. I don't physically have it in my hand yet. And you won't. It takes time. It's not an overnight magical thing. When I talk about living life on purpose, it's doing it your way, your terms, your belief, what makes you happy. It's not doing things based on what the media says, what society says, what institutions say, what governments say, you know, like, I mean, within reason. Your purpose does not harm or hurt people either. So, you know, 
please don't take what I've just said to the extreme and go, oh, I'm just going to ignore everything and jump in my car and drive on the other side of the road because my purpose is to create disruption. Like, that's just silly. Your purpose doesn't hurt people. Your purpose will enhance your life. It will enhance other people's lives. So if you're on your path or trying to figure it out, one of the questions you can ask yourself is, does this make me feel good? And does this help others feel good? And try not to think global when you're at the beginning of it, okay? When I first started this stuff, my purpose was to have a shower every day so that I could take care of my children. That was my purpose. It was to heal myself from my postnatal depression, to do the work, to get up, to not be so miserable that I literally went like days without a shower. I would be in my pajamas at the end of the day and not really know why because I was so depressed, right? So when I was in that state, thinking about creating my own podcast and building online courses was not even remotely in my sphere at all. Not even close. Okay, so depending on where you're at, it's going to depend on what it looks like for you. And the worst thing you can do is jump online and look at other people that are further ahead than you and start comparing yourself and wonder, how come I'm not there yet? Okay, you're not there yet because they're years ahead of you. You've got to be okay with where you are because where you are is the path, you're on the path to living a more purposeful life. So guys, shameless plug here because I would love, love, love you to help me help others figure out what the beep they are doing here. Please rate this podcast with five stars wherever you're listening. Thank you so much in advance. I am so grateful for your support. So rather than being like, oh, you know, I have to find my purpose, rephrase that. How can I live a more purposeful life? looking at the areas of your life where you don't feel good. We have this incredible internal compass called our feelings. They tell us when things are great and they tell us when things are not so great. Based on the internal compass, it's actually really easy if you use it and you tune into it to decide where you want to go and what you want to do. It's not a difficult thing. But say, for example, you're at work and that makes you miserable But when you are, I don't know, at the markets on the weekend, that lights you up. That makes you feel really good. But then you're stuck in the middle. You're like, oh my gosh, how do I go to being at a market full time and not at my corporate job that pays me like all this money and a market where I don't even know how much I'm going to earn. So that's still going to feel uncomfortable. In The in-between will feel uncomfortable no matter how you transition from one feeling to another. Okay. But the way you will find your purpose is heading more towards the feelings that make you feel good. That's it. It doesn't have to be some grand sentence. It doesn't have to be some big podcast or blog or online course or whatever it is in in your world. I'm just saying that because that's my world, the coaching world. It's up to you what it is for you. So maybe it's flowers, maybe being around flowers lights you up. Maybe if you spend more time doing that, then one day you'll have this idea pop in your head and you will, I don't know, create something amazing with flowers that then someone will see one day. You know, like it just, that's how it goes. It just kind of ripples like that. But you have to trust that feeling first. So the way you find your purpose is tuning into what makes you feel good and following that. What lights you up? 
what ignites feelings in you of, oh, this would make me feel amazing. Oh, this could help other people feel so good. I'd really love to do that because blah, 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 blah. You know, you get the gist. So continually doing things like that will help you more and more stay in alignment with living a purposeful life. So it's also asking questions and analyzing your beliefs. So I wrote a blog post on this about becoming awake and what being awake looks like. And it is looking at the beliefs that you have accumulated over your life and then going, okay, well, where did this belief come from? Is this mine? Like where I'm at now in my life? Is this my belief? Is this something that I want to carry with me? So if I could tattoo my beliefs on me to be with me forever, would this be a tattoo that I would want on me forever? And if the answer is no, then it's time to maybe look at finding a belief that you would like to tattoo on you. Because if you don't, then you're going to have that belief anyway. Once you figure out the beliefs that you're living by, where they've come from, if you don't actively do anything to change them, you're going to live by them anyway. It's just default. So your life will be based on those beliefs. So if you want it to be different, if you want it to be more purposeful, if you want to find more stuff that is going to light you up and bring you more purpose, you've got to analyze the beliefs that you're living by. And it's not easy at all like so one of the biggest ones for me personally and at the time I'm recording this it's still something that I struggle with but I'm really working on it because I'm like done with it it is not a tattoo that I want (laughs) it is the belief that you need to have a degree or a bit of paper in order to be in inverted commas someone that was drilled into me when I was a kid not only from my parents, but from the school I was in, from the society that I lived in, from my grandparents, from my aunts and uncles, because I rebelled as a teenager so bad because my upbringing was almost cult-like in that I wasn't allowed to believe anything outside of what my dad basically told us. And when I realized that I could, when I was 13, oh man, (laughs) things went downhill fast. That's why I love letting my kids explore with their risk-taking before they hit their teenage years because if you don't let them explore before they're a teenager trust me when they figure out they can they're going to make all the wrong decisions fast I'm a prime example of that but I recovered so (laughs) anyway when I started studying my beauty therapy I can still see my aunties I can still see my family my dad like everyone was just like oh so you just you're just going to be a beautician you're just going to do blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're just going to do like facials. You're, that's all you're doing. Really, you're just going to do that. And I was like, I hated it. And I almost felt embarrassed when I was saying to people, you know, I'm a beauty therapist. Like I felt like every time I said it, I was like, not enough. I'm not enough. Even now, like I have a hugely successful business. I earn incredible money. I've done amazing stuff with my life. And there is still this little part of me that is like, I need a certificate. I need something to say that I'm someone. It's just insane how ingrained that belief is in me. But I'm aware of it, right? So I'm working on it. This is what I mean about analyzing your beliefs. And On that note, some of the most successful people that I admire, that I follow, that I want to be like, didn't finish high school, have never done university. That's being an entrepreneur, basically. 
the majority of people, like, they don't do that. They are creative and they go out there and build businesses and do stuff. So, logically, I know all of this, but your beliefs, when they're big ones, like that one is for me, it's like subconsciously ingrained in me. So, I'm doing work. I'm seeking help. I'm going to, it's called NET. You can Google it, look it up, but it's this emotional releasing blocks therapy thing that I do with my chiropractor. And so I'm working through all of that at the moment. I'm getting the help because I'm like, this is not my belief. This is not my tattoo. I don't want this tattoo. I never even asked for it. It just kind of ended up on me. I want it gone. So like, <laughs> I'm good with this analogy, actually. I'm like, when you're undoing your belief, it's like tattoo removal. Okay, It generally doesn't come off in the first go. You've got to keep going back. And the deeper and bigger the tattoo is, the more times you've got to go back to get rid of it. It's the same with your beliefs. Oh, that's such a good analogy. So if you have got, just, you know, give myself a wrap there. If you have got that kind of stuff going on with you that doesn't feel good, like whenever I think of the educational stuff with me and those beliefs that are ingrained in me, I get scared. I can feel the fear in me, the fear or that feeling of not enough, not good enough, not smart enough, not intelligent enough, not enough. You're a fraud. Even if you do really well, you still don't have a degree. Like I can feel all of that in me. Those feelings are not good feelings. They are not positive feelings. They don't make me feel good. And so I know that they are not going to lead me towards my purpose because it is all fear-derived. It is all, ugh, they're not good feelings. I feel scared. I feel unworthy as I think that kind of stuff. That's what it was like growing up with those kind of beliefs surrounding you. So if you're not checking society's boxes, what does life look like? Well, I'm glad you asked. Come find me on Instagram at Rosie Nerney. And if you're loving the podcast content, please share this podcast and tag me in your stories so I can come and say hi. So think of the areas of your life, maybe that those beliefs come up really strong for you or maybe not like easier ones that I've let go of were like when I became a single mom and, and all that kind of stuff. I, was, I used to be really judgmental of that kind of stuff. And then when it happened to me, I was like, oh, actually, not as black and white as it's made out to be. So, and I've like completely shifted those beliefs now. Tattoo removal, gone. But there are other big ones. Um, so maybe just have a look at that and go, okay, if I'm going to live a purposeful life, what tattoos do I need to remove? What beliefs are on me that ignite feelings in me of fear, unworthiness, not enough, feelings that I can't speak my truth, that I can't let my voice be heard, that I can't let my true self be seen. What are those fears that come up that shut me down, that shut that? Imagine yourself as as a little girl or little boy, if you're a male listening to this, imagine those beliefs coming on you as a kid. Were they the kind of beliefs where you like stood up and you were excited and you were like jumping or are they kind of beliefs that made you like shudder, your shoulders curl over, your heart sink in, your whole body language just cripples inwards. Where have those beliefs come from? Okay, think of yourself as a kid. Where have they come from? And the worst thing you can do, not the worst, but it's not going to be beneficial for you to hold resentment to anyone that has given you those beliefs because honestly, All they were doing was trying to protect you and trying to do what was best for you based on their capacity within their realm of what reality is for them. 
But now you know, okay, I want to live a purposeful life. I want to be doing things on my terms. I want to be doing things that are in line with my beliefs. Heck, I want to decide what my beliefs actually are. I don't even know what I believe because I've been too busy being told the school tells me I've got to believe this. My family tells me I've got to believe this. The media tells me I've got to believe this. My work tells me I've got to believe this. But it's like, I don't even know what to believe because no one's ever told me. (laughs) No one's ever told me that I can make my own beliefs. So doing that kind of stuff, it's going to lead you to a life that is purposeful. So rather than, I don't know my purpose, I don't know what it is yet. To live a purposeful life, it's about consciously doing things on purpose. So if you want to get up early rather than sleep in, it's setting that alarm. You purposefully set your alarm. You purposely got yourself up so that you could have, you know, 10 minutes to meditate or journal or whatever you want to do in the morning. Congratulations, you just lived a life on purpose. That's it. Add up your purposeful things you do. I'm not going to drink fizzy drink today because my purposeful thought, my purposeful intention for the day is to only drink water. Congratulations. You have just lived a purposeful life. That's what it is. We've got to stop overthinking things and stop thinking it's some material thing that you can go and buy in the shops. You can't. Okay. It's about the little things adding up each day. And then one day, bit after bit, after you add those things up, you'll have a day where it just kind of drops in and you'll be like, oh, that's what my purpose is. I like this. This feels good. And then you'll get really excited and then you'll see how all the dots have just aligned and you're like, oh my God, this is what it was all about when I was doing this and when I was doing this and when I, this happened and oh my gosh, it's all led me to now. Okay. That's what it will be like. So don't beat yourself up. Okay. If you don't have a sentence or you're not really sure yet, no one ever is when they start. Honestly, no one ever is. It is exactly like Dorothy when she lands in munchkin land when she lands in munchkin land she walks out of that house and she goes we're not in kansas anymore and she's just like i don't know what to do i don't know where to go and they just say to her follow the yellow brick road that's it look down at your ruby slippers find that yellow brick road and just follow it and there will be different things along the way but you know like in the wizard of oz following that yellow brick road, she didn't know that she was going to end up, you know, figuring out that her ruby slippers had powers and they could send her home. She had to go through the journey to be able to find that. So that's what a purposeful life is. It's going through the journey to be able to find that. So don't beat yourself up, okay? The fact that you're even listening to this podcast means that you want to live a life on purpose, Okay, that you want to live purposely every day, that you want your life to mean something. That, you know, when you're an old granny or pop in your bed, you'll be able to look back at photos and go, damn, I'm so glad that I made it worthwhile. Okay, because that's what we're all aiming for. Well, I don't know what you're all aiming for. That's what I'm aiming for. I hope that's helped. If it has, make sure you come over to my social channels and say hi. Please go and give me five stars. Please go and rate me. It really, really helps me. I'll be so grateful if you did. And thank you again for tuning in. I'll catch you on the next episode. Guys, just quickly, if you want to know what the beep I am doing here, check out my purpose at www.rosynerney.com and get your free Find Your Values e-course today. It's awesome. You're going to love it.